Joining you from our headquarters in Madison, Wisconsin, USA, this is Callie with Let's Be Frank, a Franklin Fueling Systems podcast for anyone wanting to learn about all things petroleum equipment. In this series, we will chat about how regulations are affecting our industry and how our products and installation services can help us create efficiencies for fueling systems. All right, welcome back, everyone. Today, we are going to be talking about turbine pump interface. What is it? Why do I need it? What are the benefits and what does it all interact with? So we are bringing on Lauren Swalheim. Hi, Lauren. Hey, Callie. How are you today? I am peachy keen. What is Turbine Pump Interface, otherwise known as TPI? Wow. What is Turbine Pump Interface? Well, Callie, Turbine Pump Interface is a uh, it's an application. It's out of the box on our Evo, our consoles, and our even our older 550s, our blue boxes. And really what TPI does, it provides that capability of the console to communicate directly with the FE Petro Smart Controllers. And when I say communicate, I'm saying it can actually engage or lock out, basically shutting down the turbine for, say, a line leak or some other application. And it's actually getting information from it. So it's pulling in the data with which in the actual controller, such as the calibrated current, calibrated voltage, it, it captures all of the dip switch settings, but more importantly, it actually captures the alarms as they happen. It records them on the alarm history inside the console, same way you would get a probe alarm or a sensor alarm. You actually will get an alarm on that controller or multiple controllers if you happen to have one. So what it does, it gives you that ability to monitor the performance of your turbine through your console, capture information on it, and what it really does is is allows you to truly network the site because you're getting it getting information from your controllers well you're also using information from your tanks from your sensors from your line leak so you've actually kind of networked your whole underground system together so for example if you see something in your tank that you want to you want the turbine to react to such as pumping water that will actually off the submersible and prevent you from pumping water. Okay. So, okay. We're getting information from our submersible. We're communicating with our console, our tank gauge, and our other controllers. What can turbine pump interface tell the submersible to not do something? What tells you said something about if there's pump, if the pump is in water, you can turn it off. How does it know to turn it off? Right. So, like I said, it's networked. So you have the communication, again, going right from the console to the actual controller. It's an RS-485 or a serial connection. So what within the EVO itself, you will program each controller, similar to how you would program a relay um, to use, again, for, to engage or disengage or, or shut down a pump. So what TPI can do, it can actually, it's going to look at the probe. So, for example, pumping water. So when you program your controller, you identify which tank that submersible is in. Well, that tank, if there's and there's also a height level. We'll talk a little bit about this when we talk about the actual programming. But you have a height program that's basically the distance from the bottom of the tank to the intake of the motor. So if water comes within two inches of that submersible, right? So we're looking at the probe, and it sees the height of water and says, okay, look, I'm getting too close to that turbine. I'm going to stop that turbine. I'm going to disengage it. I'm going to lock it out from turning on. 
That way, a marketer never sells fuel or pumps water into a customer's car. So, so that's how it's networking. That's how mm-hmm. it's looking at looking at one device and actually controlling another to prevent um, to prevent an issue. Okay, so the purpose of turbine pump interface isn't necessarily to turn the pump on and allow someone to dispense and get fuel. The purpose really is to protect your submersible turbine pump and to protect your site. The the you know turning and turning off the turbine is is part of turbine pump interface. It's one of the things it can do, but the true benefit comes from the ability for it to get to lock that turbine out in this specific area, such as pumping water. There's also modes such as priority leveling we'll talk about where we can actually um, decide which tank we're pulling fuel from in certain applications. So there's a lot of benefit to it, but locking it out is one of is one of them. You know, engaging engaging the turbine, turning it on. Now another benefit that's that um, that turbine pump interface brings is you do not need a relay module. So that's one piece or one module you do not need in the in the console to control a turbine. You can actually you just you just again wire it to that forwarding module. Okay, so let's back it up here. You talked about different modes. Why did we make TPI? So the two the two modes are priority and leveling. And probably the most popular use is leveling. So in a scenario where you have two tanks of the same product, two turbines, and then they're manifolded into the same line running off through your dispensers. Um, in, in, in you know, prior to TPI, or even in some cases still today, they will have a siphon bar. And what is what is a siphon okay, bar? A siphon bar is going to basically siphon fuel over from one thing to another, keeping it about an inch, mm-hmm. uh, roughly an inch off if the, the siphon's working perfectly. And that siphon's usually typically produced by the siphon poured on the turbine. So it pulls the vacuum and creates the, the sure. prime and keeps the, the, uh, the tanks, mm-hmm. with, again, within an inch. But the problem there is you have a siphon bar. You have another potential leak point in the system. Okay. And siphons, if if you talk to some contractors, they can be somewhat troublesome to troubleshoot at times. Um, So what we've done with with the leveling functionality, you remove the siphon bar out of the equation. So you've got two turbines, two tanks. And what we're going to do, again, with that networking thing, right? We're looking at those probes. We're looking at what tank has the highest volume. Oh, we're going to pull from that until it changes. So the switch is over. So the other tank has the highest volume. We're going to pull from that. And what we end up doing, we end up spilling it down or draining the tank out as if you had a siphon bar without the leak point and without the extra troubleshooting in the event that you lose prime. Okay. And now priority is uh, works similar, but what you'll do is you'll set one tank up to a percentage, like let's say 20%. And what that tank will do, will drain down to it hits a 20%, then it will switch over to the other tank. And why would we want to do that? Tank testing. So if you have two tanks at a site, you're probably moving a lot of fuel. But you do need quiet time, or when you're doing a continuous test, such as our, our scald testing, you need to capture those four quiet intervals. Well, if your fuel's constantly moving, you can see where I'm going here, it's hard to catch it. So this way, it allows one tank to sit idle, capture its information, posts its test, right? Gets its quiet intervals. And then mm-hmm. while the other one spills down, and then they flip. So you get a drop. That one sits until it gets its test and they flip. So a turbine pump interface is smart in the fact that whereas a siphon bar is very mechanical and it doesn't, it cannot control certain things. It cannot say we're at this level, we need to adjust. 
servant pump interface will say, we're lower in this tank, we need to pull fuel from a different tank from the other tank when the car is dispensing. It serves the same purpose as a siphon bar. It's just the fact that you don't have that, you don't have that extra piece of underground piping between two tanks. Sure. Um, and it just really alleviates a lot of it. So, and with, with TPI, there's a couple ways it will do that. It will, um, what if you have with one setting, it will basically wait 30 seconds after the hook signal drops, it will switch tanks. Mm -hmm. Or now we've updated TPI to have what's called adjusted priorities, which it will actually switch on the fly. So it's actually once it sees that volume change. And another benefit that you cannot do with the siphon bar that you can with our leveling mode is that the tanks are buried at different levels. Hmm. So with, if you think of a siphon bar as a tank, so if they're at different right. levels, it's not going to properly siphon if it right. would at all. And with TPI, we don't care. Because, right. right, we're looking at the probe, mm -hmm. and we got our pumps. So we don't, you know, we're not looking at what level it is. We're not using physics, really. We're using electronics and basically intelligence within, the, within our console to do pull the fuel from what tank we need it to. Okay. So very much like the acronym, we are communicating with the turbine to ensure XYZ is happening, whether it's leveling or choosing which tank to pull from or other networking to say something's going wrong with the pump. All right. What are other examples of networking and how you'd want to use that in your site and why that's beneficial? One of my favorite things with TPI or features of TPI is is the um, the clog intake alarm. So what that is, it's it's not an alarm on our console or on our controllers. It starts off as an underload call, basically saying there's no fuel moving through the mill. And Evo says, well, okay, I'm gonna, I see that alarm come in because remember, we're getting information from the controller. And Evo says, hold on, I'm gonna look at that tank. And if there's fuel above the motor, it's, got, it's gonna say, oh, that's, that's an obstruction. You have an obstruction, you have a clogged intake. Okay. Like that's why the fuel is not moving. And if it's below it or at a certain level, close to the bottom of the submersible motor level, right, where that, mm -hmm. where that bell is, it's going to say dry tank. Okay. Right. So there, it's kind of, it's not just telling you, it's telling you, yeah, there's the, 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 the smart control is saying you have an underload. Evo's got a little bit more information, right? Because again, it's mm -hmm. networked with our, with our probes and whatnot. So we can see and that we know what tank it's in. So we can actually refine that alarm sure. to be more accurate to what's actually happening. And what's nice about that, if you have a rag, right, the rag gets, you get the clog intake alarm and all of a sudden the motor stops and all of a sudden the rag breaks away, we're going to reset that motor, mm -hmm. okay? And what you can do at that point, you can see that it posts a clog intake alarm. So you can say, listen, I've got a rag. Now I'm going to have to, okay, now my pump's running out, but I know what, I got something in my tank. Mm -hmm. And what you can do as a marketer and as a service company is you can, okay, we'll, we'll, what we're going to do is we're going to shut down later tonight. When, the, when business is slow, we're going to get in there and pull that rag out. So you're managing, managing the exception. It's not managing you. So without right. TPI, you, would, you won't know. Hey, I get underloaded. I, just, I, yeah. I don't know. It must be, oh, I pull the motor. So you shut down right during your day, right during your busy time. For a rag. For a rag. That had, with TPI, you know it's in there. Okay, let's hold off. Let's wait till after, maybe after midnight. Mm -hmm. Get some money out. Pull that rag out. There we go. We, we've kept pumpability, right? Yep. But we've managed the exception. It's not managing us. You're getting more intelligence on your system. Another, being able to yeah. communicate. And another good feature is the pump of water. And that's, again, out-of-the-box feature. 
I kind of alluded to it earlier, where we're looking again. We've got we've got our network. We've got our probe in our tank. We've got our submersible assigned to that tank. And oh, the water level gets too high. We're going to cut that motor off until the water is removed. Water is removed, automatically resets, no interaction. But what we've done, because we've networked, we've seen where the water was, cut it off, prevented it being pumped in the car. Water's removed, really no interaction, pumps back up into position. So again, that's that's just built right in. No real, no sophisticated programming other than knowing your. We, we default the height at five inches because that's what we we teach our installers to install our turbines. Mm -hmm. So our PMA is from the bottom, mm -hmm. um, and that is you can change it if by chance you do know it. But that, again, you leave it at five inches, and you that's how it's installed. All right. Anything you'd like to add? Okay. Well, thank you, Lauren. <laughs> well, thank you, Callie. It's been wonderful chatting with you. If you want to see a visualization of how Turbine Pump Interface works, check out our YouTube channel, Franklin Fueling, and search TPI. You'll be able to see a little bit more about how Turbine Pump Interface works.